I know what to do. I ain't no bad dude, but there ain't no error because I'm made to endure the inevitable truth. That's for sure. You tore out my heart and then you opened it. I was soaking in the feeling of abandonment. I saw you leaving me standing, man. I woke up on sin, straining myself with insecurities, purifying my sediment. I don't know if it was sentiment, pity, or love. You said your ex was like fine wine. Well, guess what? I'm no longer the spirit bottled up. I'm the spirit that's had enough. I let Makita this far. I was aware when she ate the food that poisoned her. I was aware when she accepted lies as truth. For sure. I was aware when she stopped talking. And I was aware when she couldn't stop. I was aware when she was afraid. And I was aware when I was with you. She was battling mind and soul. The devil's entrapment, y'all know. It happened, sex was acting like a grappling, a pit and patterns and words that are righteous. Shit just happens. This is so. Never holding a grudge. Just wanna hold your hug. If I could lay on your chest, it does me some good. My eyes close quick and my, my breath don't stop, so my purpose can't quit. Oh, she's bugging. Man, I heard you speak about me. Oh, she's bugging. Bugging isn't the word, man. I'm morphing. I'm awkward. I'm illogical. I am. But your dick breeds up in me. Bleep, bleep. And the yeast I produce seeds a sloof. Dirty things I do as a youth. Catch them to the truth of my ambition. It's hiding everywhere. In the kitchen, under the bed, in the stairs. But I'm not scared of me no more. I'm not afraid of my light. I might have the last talk to my mind tonight before I shut up. I might drive myself crazy and rub it off with a feature on 10 songs. Myself, featuring I, pass by my posse and would love you to lie. No strife in these sentences, my hike is your walk. I'm proud to say this gift comes from the creator using oh me, God, choosing God. me to do a favor. My wish is that this goes past notes on my phone and sometimes on paper. To my baiter that has me on the hook, come get this. I'm on your hit list, but streaming ain't gonna bring you to the river. Don't hide from me, because you can't to inflame. They wrote your name as they wrote mine. We are one soul, slow in time. Your purpose isn't completed. You deleted the numbers on the clock, which saved your soul from the clock, from the knock you took. But you're forever my shining star. And trust me, I'm wherever you look. I opened up a book just to get it started. Now it's up to us to put the writings on the wall and tell the truth. This is for posterity, but I get to make love to you while we struggle. No placeholder, maybe a daughter, but my love for you can't be called. <laughs> it's deeper than the earth. The hurts are these words. The church and your religion. Should I step in my own way? This connection ain't my decision, baby. It's unconditional. And you ain't get it yet. But I'm a woman. And my promise to God is to set a stage for the images that we'll present. The more little kids know about the cannabis cigarette. <laughs> the more they won't trip on the intimate experiences with sentiment. Change of space. We're taking off the mask. We're not hiding anymore. We're in the closet because it's closest to the clothing clothes converse we identify with. Step out and soon to be equipped with the nourishment of vulnerability to the proof. Humility in front of the youngest. Hear their wisdom as their awareness sharpens to hear the harvest. Jesus Christ creeps in the night and turns blue to white as black absorbs all. The orbs and the tail take off and my planet 
should be designed. I was thinking about Lilith, blue plants, orange water. My measurement can't be sized or seized or diseased by a proclivity that harvests the deception of these times. Mm -mm. I'm no longer on a vibe, baby. I'm on a... I am the vibration. I am the vibration. Your potential is limitless because you say so. Mommy, daddy, best friend, lover, could all say no. But the peace holds more than the rhythm and safety of inclusion. <laughs> As my teeth are an occlusion, your light is the solution. Stop pushing for the potion and the pharmaceuticals and the cuticles that only affect the human. The human. We are soul before carbon. Arson could burn us alive and we would be aware, floating over the dust, ashamed of being scared. Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm glad that you could join us. Let's all just take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Yes, yes, y'all. And we don't stop. I hope that you guys were feeling the vibe, feeling the introduction there. That was submitted by a beautiful soul, beautiful listener representing South Bronx. You can follow her on Instagram at Makita Vashti. I will also have her information in the description below. And as always, if you have any topic requests, please submit them on Instagram at Agent K21 Podcast or on Twitter at Agent K21. Let me know if you want to be a feature, if you want to collaborate in some way, some form. So thank you so much, beautiful soul, for having the courage to submit that beautiful piece of art. So very grateful to have you guys here. Now, if you have clicked on this episode... Uh, there are some things that I need you guys to, to do before continuing this episode. So there are some prerequisite episodes that I want you guys to check out. So if you haven't checked out these episodes first, go ahead and pause this, stop this, stop what you're doing, and go back and listen to these prerequisite episodes first. Um, because I know that, you know, you might have just clicked on this because of the title, but very important to take it one step at a time so before you listen to this please check out the previous episodes i'll also have listed in the description below which is episode titled twin flames episode titled soulmate episode titled karmic partner and the episode titled entanglements those are all important episodes that i would recommend you listen to before uh, but 
you know, you have free will, so do what you will. But that is my recommendation. So um, I will also I'm very grateful also to announce that I will have another special guest joining this episode. So I know this episode is going to be a lengthy one because I have a French girl who will be joining me later. And I'm very honored to have my international guests and just different people that I've been in communication with um, over time to actually have it all unfold. So um, if you clicked on this episode, you may be embarking on a journey or you may currently be on a journey or at least have an inkling of what twin flames are. Now, I just want to preface this first because I take matters of the heart very seriously and matters that of energy very seriously. So if you are not currently in separation, you don't even know what this is, I would recommend to maybe come back to this at another time because um, not all twins will experience a separation stage. Not all twins uh, even have to go through what is considered separation. And so definitely going to talk about different forms of separation and different things on that process, on that journey. Now, if you are currently in what is considered a separation stage where you've had initial contact with the twin and there is a separation of some sort and you are struggling with it you are really trying to decipher your spiritual awakening it's disturbing more parts of your life than you feel necessary there is help available i personally offer donation-based counseling um, the link below will also take you there. The link tree link will take you to all the different platforms that are available. So please know that you're not alone in this and that help is available to help um, just provide guidance for you on your journey so that you can come to your own conclusion and your own path and your highest timeline for yourself. So just know that you're not alone. You're never alone, even in the quote unquote separation stage. And so what is separation because separation is an illusion separation does not truly exist we experience it in our physical temporal beings but at the highest level separation is an illusion so i'm going to share a few things that i've learned on my journey and that i want to share with the collective just for anyone that's experiencing um, the upheaval the agonizing pain and yearning and processed and grieving in, you know, just that stage that we call separation after having an initial counter, in encounter, our counter, who knows? Um, and so I'm going to share a couple of things that um, from my perspective and things from my journey with you all. And I'll share a couple of different resources that I would recommend as well. Um, but I know that Twin Flames is like something that I feel most people may have heard about or are curious about or almost can see it as like this optimum thing to experience. But I think we have to remember that the Twin Flame journey is always about yourself. It's always about your spiritual walk. It's always about expansion. The universe utilizes the twins for expansion. Okay, at the end of the day, no matter what happens on your path, it's all about expansion, it's all about healing, and it's all about love. And so I'm going to talk about a little bit of different things here. Um, before I do, I do want to just take a moment of silence for 
a dear friend of mine, another one of my sorority sisters has transitioned to the ancestral planes. So I want to send love to Rachel Smith, um, Rachel Adele Smith. I want to send love to her family and to all who knew her, all who are connected and who are affected by this. If you'll please just join me in a moment of silence. Thank you for that. Thank you for honoring that moment. And, you know, as I've stated, separation is an illusion. And we like to think that death is the ultimate separation. But I'm here to tell you that death is not. Death is just a transition to the next realm. It's not a true separation. And for those who have experienced loved ones passing on are who have been in situations where their twin has transitioned before them, they understand that we're always connected. You know, we're always connected. And the truth is nothing, absolutely nothing can separate you from love. Love is an unbreakable bond. It cannot be distorted. It cannot be broken. I guess it can be distorted because of our own perceptions and misperceptions, but it can never be, we are never away from it. So death is not the ultimate separation. In my opinion, the ultimate separation is the absence of light and love. To be absent from light and love is what may lead to suicide. And to be absent from light and love is true oblivion, true separation. But you can never be separated from love. Nothing can separate you from love. And so I just want people to be reminded of that. Which brings me to my first um, understanding of Twin Flames experiencing separation. The Twin Flames are here for a mission and a purpose and to be bearers of light, to bring the earth into a transition from darkness into light. And one of the things that I think the separation phase is for, the purpose of separation, um, and this is in regards to people who have met their physical embodiment of their twin, and then for one reason or another, there's a separation that occurs, uh, whether it's a physical distance or a non-communication or some other form of separation that occurs. I think one of the reasons is the fact that no one gets out of this world alive. No one gets out of this place alive. There's only one way out of this earth dimension. There's only one way out. And I feel that the spirit, the source consciousness, unity consciousness, right? The universe. If you've met your twin in this physical dimension, the universe wants to make sure that you can stand on your own. Because not everyone will transition at the same time as their twin. Some of us will, but many people do not transition at the same time as their loved ones or as their twins. And so I feel that the universe uses this separation time to see, can I build you? Can I mold you to stand on your own, to become whole, to realize that you're not a half of anything, that you are everything that you need? Can I show you that? And it doesn't diminish, you know, the pain, the disillusionment, the grieving, the confusion that may happen, the uh, turbulent stuff that may occur during the separation phase. But I do feel that a higher purpose of the separation is to transmute death itself, just as the Ascended Masters have. Now, some of us 
are ascended masters. Some of us are star seeds. And so with that, I'm going to recommend that you listen to star seeds. Some of the star seeds I went through last season definitely have twin flame energy. Definitely. And I'm thinking a few off the top of my head is Andromedon, Rokankarians, and I believe Orion, star seeds, had some twin flame stories and dynamics. So I've actually compiled a Spotify playlist. So you can go through all of the star seeds and see maybe you yourself are one. Whether you subscribe to that term or not, um, maybe there will be something that resonates for you. So I would also recommend to check that out. The other purpose, I believe, of the separation uh, for those who intend and who desire to unite, to have a reunion with their twin, the purpose in separation is to establish a firm foundation. We have to dismantle the old in order to embrace the new. And so with that, um, most of us have been programmed very poorly. We've come from, you know, toxic environments, toxic relationship patterns and a misunderstanding of what love is. And most of us have received only conditional love. We have no understanding of what unconditional love is. And so in order to reach unconditional love, you have to remove all the conditions that were blocking you. And that can be a very painful process because most human beings, they don't like change. They don't like anything that is quote unquote painful. Even if it will lead to growth, we tend to resist that kind of stuff. And so we have to dismantle these programs about what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what it means to have a relationship, what romantic connections even are, what is love itself. And once we start to dismantle that, we can build a new found, found a new firm foundation. And so a lot of us try to give to get, but you have to receive love in order to give love. You can't give what you don't have. And so a lot of us have a misconception of what love it is itself. We think that it's sacrificing. We think that it's being obligated and loyal in an unhealthy way to certain people when actually love is freedom. Love is about appreciation, not possession. And so when we operate out of these ego humanistic patterns, we can become possessive, jealous, envious, insecure. All of these different things have to be dismantled. On top of that, we may have endured um, narcissistic uh, tendencies and environments and codependent environments. And just we have such a unhealthy understanding of what love is and what relationships are and the purpose of things. And this will completely eradicate all of those illusions. It will be shattered completely of who you can be, who you can be with. All of those things are going to come crumbling down in order to rebuild something new and stable. And so I think that that is another purpose of separation um, because it's all, like I mentioned, it's all about love. And to love is to take something as part of yourself. And so the mission, one of the biggest missions for the purpose of the Twin Flame journey is for self-love. You will learn the most about yourself. You will love yourself at the end of the day. And regardless of what happens in your connection, what you will gain from it is going to be incredible and amazing and something that will get you to be your most beautiful, best version of yourself. And so when you actually endure the process and face those challenges and not um, 
let those challenges overtake you or to deny them or run from them or suppress them, but actually enduring them and processing and integrating it and understanding it. You come out with this self-love and to take someone as part of yourself is to love them. If you're operating with self-hate, it's going to be really difficult to take someone as part of yourself because it's coming at it from a very limited and shallow understanding of what love actually is. And so for those who uh, want to unite with their twin, um, either in a romantic or other type of way, you have to understand that if you don't love yourself, you are giving very little. And you can definitely check out the episodes titled Unconditional Love and the episodes titled Self-Love. Is it selfish? Because those beliefs, those subconscious programs that can keep us in these uh, situations, they will be shown to you through this interaction, through this journey. And lastly, what I believe is a purpose of the separation stage after the initial meeting is to heal individual and collective karma. So, you know, if you ascribe to believing that you've met your twin in many different lifetimes, throughout those lifetimes, you've accumulated karma. You've accumulated ways that you may not have been the best version of yourself or may not have treated these people fairly. And so you have to repay the debt. You have to repay the karma in a way. You have to learn the lessons that it's teaching you. Remember, it's not the universe isn't out to get you. The universe is for you. And it wants you to understand this and bring it into your entire being. Additionally, with that, there are generational curses that have to be transmuted first in uh, gender identity stuff, like not identity, but just like gender barriers that you embody based on the gender you incarnate as, the race that you incarnate as, the age generation that you are in. And you're carrying all of that weight on your back, you know, that you have to transmute in order to pave a way to unity consciousness. And so um, I also feel that within that collective karma and individual karma, that's more of the individual, but the collective karma is, you know, our human race. We have a history of fear, conflict, and separation. We have a history of war. We have a history of dark times where people were burned alive and beheaded and things that are just atrocious things that have happened to us as humans humans doing this to other humans that is us coming out of the dark into a new era into the light where there's freedom and love and unity and harmony but we haven't lived like that for years for centuries for eons we haven't lived like that and so there's also the pain of separation that has occurred from people being separated from their loved ones, families being torn apart, broken families happening, and the trauma that is endured through that type of separation. You know, I can go on to so many things that I'm not going to list here of just horrifying stories that you and I have both learned from our collective history of people doing very cruel things to other people. And so we're here to transmute that energy. And so the separation phase actually serves as like a catalyst for that of what it feels like. Even though you're always connected to your twin, the reality is that you are experiencing, you may be experiencing a actual separation stage. 
even though separation is illusion all that stuff is great but what you actually feel is the emotions of what that would experience has been like for people and so that becomes a very um tough place to be in is just to to have that you know constraint and so um those are kind of my main points as to why I think separation occurs for those who endure it. And remember, not everyone will experience separation. I'll give a few examples towards the end, but not everyone will experience that. Now, I know this journey can be rocky. It can be uncertain. It can be confusing. It can be so many adjectives you can add to that list. It can be a lot to say the least. But if you are here and if you've met your twin, it is such an honor that you are here. And I'm grateful that you're here because you have a mission and a purpose as we all do. And the fact that you have encountered this, that's your soul basically saying, I'm ready for this. I'm, I want this total expansion, you know, and you can always choose otherwise. You can always opt out if you decide otherwise. But the fact of the matter is, that you are stronger than you realize. The fact that this is even occurring in your experience, that you even brought this into your experience. And so I know during this journey, we may try to reach for different resources and connect to different people. And I just want to give a, a heed, it, heated advice, if you will, is to just be very conscious and very aware and very attuned and discerning of who you interact with and who you take advice from. Because not everyone that says they're in a twin flame connection or everyone that says they're about love and light truly is. Okay, and I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm saying this to you out of a place of love because you have to protect your energy on this journey. And there are literally some people out there who will say they are helping the twin flames, but yet they're just taking your money. They say they're helping the twin flames, but yet they're giving adverse advice and telling you that you're crazy and, and whatever else, you know. And so, and then also be mindful of who you share and talk about this connection with. Because, you know, excuse me, as humans, we can feel like, well, I can't talk to my twin, so let me talk to whoever. I would just say be very cautious of that because if it's not yourself, your higher self, or someone that's on that same path, they may not understand and their advice may be very detrimental to you. And if you take that as part of yourself, it could actually set you back and uh, have a reverse effect on you. And so just be mindful, even when you're talking to other people who have met their twins, every twin flame journey is different, okay? And if you start getting into that comparison of, oh, they didn't meet their twin till this, maybe that'll happen to me. That's, that's no. You need to focus on what is true for you. You need to understand what it is that resonates for yourself. And so I just um, think that it's very important because I had asked, you know, I reached out to a twin. I said, you know, not, not the guest that I have joining later. I'm so grateful for this guest later, but people who actually are like yes we're about twin flame unity and the first thing they wanted to know when you know seeing if they want to be to share this information was well how many listeners do you have I'm like okay that's a valid question sure however it also indicates a lot of where where the heart is at are you concerned about the followers are you concerned about getting the information to the people now personally 
it's, it's a heart thing for me. It's not about how many listeners or how many views. It's about who needs to hear it will hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, you know, I definitely appreciate my supporters and my listeners. You guys are so loyal. But if something is being said, even from me, that doesn't resonate, do not engage with it anymore. Please leave it. Do not engage with it because what's most important is for you to find your alignment, especially on this journey. You have to follow your own intuition, your own nudgings. You have to be attuned to your source and connect to the source during this because this journey above all is a spiritual practice. And so if you are disconnected from the spirit, you may not end up where you want to end up because you are not attuning yourself to the vibration of love and following those intuitive guides, that divine knowledge that resides within you. And so I just wanted to say that because there's so much information about Twin Flames and too much information leads to misinformation. Okay, too much information will lead to misinformation. There are only two people, two sources that I connect to when it comes to Twin Flames. And half the time I don't even read anything about Twin Flames because no, I, I would rather meditate and connect to my source. And I would recommend that you, it doesn't have to be meditation, but find something that aligns with you to connect to your own intuition. Because at the end of the day, it's not really about the twin flames journey. It's not really about what happens or doesn't happen. It's about you. At the end of the day, you are not manifesting your twin. You are manifesting yourself. You are here to be an authentic expression of the divine light and the divine love and attuning to that. And you can do that by operating in your true self. And so the two resources I've mentioned before that I will look into and they've helped me whenever I'm like, man, I'm feeling really like I don't even know how look into these um, these resources and so I, I bring that up because I want to share a couple of posts that I saw that I just thought, oh, this is really good stuff. And this is from an account on Instagram. It's called twinflames.infinity. And this post says, whereas twin flames are separated by obstacles in the 3D laid on their path, they would be always connected by the love that their souls share for each other and which is unbreakable. Twin flames during separation lead their life without the physical presence of their counterpart in a parallel frame, without the other knowing it. They might have different personalities, but ultimately their desires, dreams, and goals are the same. When you are stuck in logic and make a rational assessment of why you cannot be together, in parentheses, too young, too old, already married, live in a different continent, as one is black, one is white, etc., your twin will think the same way on his or her side. When you come to the resolution that your relationship will never is not meant to be, your twin will reach the same conclusion on their side. When you make a rational decision of moving on in the 3D life and grab a, quote, easy date, your twin will also go out and look for a, quote, appropriate mate or partner with whom they can tentatively mend their wounds. But at the end of the day, you and your soul knows the ultimate truth. Nothing and no one else can ever replace you. Nobody else will ever awaken those beautiful feelings as your twin does, and this will start a mind versus heart battle within you. As our twin lies down on the other side, they also struggle with the same exact feeling, be a unknown, unknown to you. 
When you reach out to comfort foods, fake entertainment, and addictions to try to drown your pain, your twin will also mirror you in some way and hope to bury their grief by engaging in some sort of futile behavior. Oh, I didn't even realize it continues in the comments, but uh, I don't think I'm going to read that part. But um, yeah, you can definitely look that up if you would like, and I will have their information as well in the description. But um, the other aspect of the Twin Flame journey, as some may understand, is that Twin Flames are identical, hence the name Twins, right? So even though they are, they may be very different, very opposite, different backgrounds, etc., they're very much the same at their core frequency. Their, their soul song, as they call it, is, is the same. And so um, some, some tips that I have for you into just becoming more, uh, becoming more of yourself during this process and kind of understanding the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking for the tips right now. <laughs> They're not really, I'm not really, I'm not really going to call them tips. They're more like just some things that I think occur on the separation that may help endure the process, which is understanding mirror work or reflection work. And what I mean by that is, I'll, I'll use an example. Have you ever gone to the gym or gone to uh, a yoga studio or had some kind of dance instructor or something, that person standing in front of you, they're mirroring you, right? They're standing in front of you just like a mirror would. And they say, okay, lift your right hand. In order for them to do the same exact thing as you, it's going to look like they're doing the opposite thing. So for them to lift their right hand and for you to lift your right hand, you're going, huh, why is it not on the same side? Like, why, why, what is your arm doing over there? That's because they are mirroring you. And the mirror reflection will always appear opposite, although it is doing the same exact thing. And so once you start to understand that, you'll start to understand how your twin is actually reflecting you. So um, one, one way to work with this energy of mirror work is to understand, okay, if you point your finger at a mirror, that mirror is going to point his finger back at you, right? And the same way with your twin. Um, one way to, to release the pain and perhaps even end separation is to not play the blame game. Do not blame your twin. Do not blame anything, really. See how it's reflecting back at you. How are you doing the same exact thing? And just remember, if you point your finger at a mirror, the mirror is going to point his finger back at you. So instead, what you would like to do is point your finger at yourself. And then that reflection will change as well. If I point my finger at myself in a mirror, guess what the mirror is doing too? Pointing its finger at itself. It's not pointing its finger at me anymore. And so I hope that uh, analogy makes sense. But that is um, something that I believe hap can happen and maybe even cause separation. Who knows? It may cause separation because, um, you know, we see things, if we tend to choose to see things through a 3D limited perspective, yeah, we can find ways to project and deflect and use all those coping mechanisms. But at the end of the day, you have to find that, that uh, silver lining of like, how is this a reflection of myself? And then, you know, and there may come a point where it becomes full circle, where you're literally standing in their shoes and they're standing in yours and you're going, 
oh, okay, I understand how this person felt in this situation. Or I'm literally doing the same thing. And then you'll have to understand, um, you know, how that can be. So I want to share another post here about separation from Twin Flames and Infinity. So this post says, during a Twin Flame separation, pain becomes unbearable and we wonder if it will ever go away. The answer is yes. The pain will go away as soon as we learn the lessons that we were supposed to at the right time. A Twin Flame separation is not the end of your story. It is just the beginning of a new phase in your conscious evolution journey. The intensity of the pain from the twin flame physical separation can be managed by the inner strength that you will grow from within as you take back your power. You become stronger as you start learning how to love yourself more and more. Remember, in order to love others, you need to love yourself first. This means accepting yourself as you are, a beautiful soul, having a human experience on earth. Be your best friend and appreciate some time alone. Enjoy your own company. Surrender to the soul lessons that you are supposed to learn. Surrender to self-love. Surrender to the current circumstances and allow your twin to, quote, run. Just love them for whom they are without judgment and regardless of the pain you feel. Accept that everyone is on their own consciousness evolution journey, learning their own lessons at their own time. Be gentle. Allow them to learn and grow without conditions or expectations. The universe exists in energy and vibrations. When you are vibrating at lower frequencies, you attract negative events and people into your reality. This is the law of attraction. As you let go of obsessive thoughts, heal and connect with your higher self, you raise your vibration, which will help you feel fulfilled and happy. Your energies with your twin will also begin to align because there will be no despair energies just love. You can raise your vibration by practicing yoga, praying, and meditating. So I really like that because again, you know, you have to surrender to this this process. You know, you have to surrender. There will come a point where you do have to surrender and and um it does get easier. I know it can feel like it doesn't, but it will get easier over time. And so, um, you know, just be mindful of just focusing on your on your path and just be mindful of the fact that everyone's dealing with their own traumas and fears and perspectives and beliefs and different things, you know, and you, you can't really rush the process. It takes time to grow and to understand and to just um learn the things and integrate these things you know healing is not a linear process it's ups and downs you know and wherever you are on that journey is is where you need to be and that's wonderful and um yeah some now i will get to some things i want to say as far as uh if you're on a separation path right now you know, they, they like to use words like runner and chaser, quote unquote runners, quote unquote chasers. Um, I believe that words are very powerful. So I do believe that one may leave, which will be the quote unquote runner. And then there's one that stays, which may be the quote unquote chaser. But if you use words like chaser, runner, 
I think that that's almost inviting in that energy, you know, because what you chase is going to run. So it's not about chasing, it's about attracting, you know, it's not, a, it's a, the twin flame journey is like a door that says pull and you start to push the door. That's not going to work. It's a pull. You have to pull it like <laughs> attracted, you know, and so you, um, you don't want to, you don't want to push a door that says pull, you know, so um some tips that you can use while you're on this journey of separation while you're in this process of separation is to not interfere you know allow whomever left or whoever quote unquote runs to be themselves you know like i said love is about freedom so you know there's no need to really um even entertain that or even interfere in any way at this stage see this separation as a gift if you can because that's kind of what it is it's a time for you to get back to you because honestly running and chasing both of those involve running you know in order for someone to chase after someone they have to run too now you got to run to catch up to somebody no nobody got time for that don't nobody's doing that so <laughs> um you know that was probably my least favorite activity in gym which was running so not running, definitely not doing anything else that involves running. And so you start to learn that the runner and the chaser essentially are doing the same thing. You know, the quote unquote runner may be the one who runs from the connection, from the relationship, from the intensity of it. And the one who chases may be the one who is still running, but instead they're running from themselves. They're running from focusing on, you know, getting their work done or whatever the case is like and so um just know that they're both still mirroring each other regardless you know and so i found this post uh on twin flames and dot infinity again on instagram i found this post about the runner and i think that understanding this will help bring light to if you're feeling very confused and very like disillusioned, like, why is this person doing this? What happened? Like, oh my gosh, like, hopefully you'll understand that it's not about the, it's not really about you. Like, I know that might sound harsh, but it's like, there's so many other things at play, you know? And so to not take things personally, which can be easier said than done, trust me, I understand. But it's like, this is not a reflection of your worth or your value. And once the quote unquote person who stays or, or the chaser understands like that they can actually transmute this by building their own self-esteem and building their own platform and using this time of separation to build and to, to learn what it is they want, what it is they don't want, who they are, et cetera, et cetera. But this post uh, says one person called them runner, completely avoiding the intimacy pushes the other away this person is jolted by the initial meeting but it all seems too good to be true they are too logical risking abandonment and the grief that comes along with it after getting deeper and closer than anyone else possibly could is not something that seems to make sense how heartbreaking it is to be abandoned after you've allowed yourself to be completely vulnerable with them the vulnerability they felt after meeting this person caught them off guard. It was as if this person lifted them to heights they had never been, had never before seen, and the views were 
unimaginable. They rarely let their walls down because of so much past trauma. Yet, this person came along and with ease made them break all their normal rules. Looking down from that high up is frightening to them. It is a plunge that would metaphorically kill them if they were to fall. As a defense mechanism, they perceive, <clears throat> well, okay. As a defense mechanism, they perceive the other's deep expression of emotion as something that cannot be real. They are charmed by it and they want to believe it, but it seems too magical and maybe even like it's manipulation. Their ego haunts them. The depth of the other's feelings explore realms that simply couldn't be genuine. How could anyone truthfully think so highly of them? In their eyes, it is inevitable that the other will leave them and break them into a million pieces if they don't get out before being completely sucked in. They pull away to protect themselves. They feel they are saving not only themselves, but also the other from a great deal of pain. In their eyes, it's easier for everyone if they get into a lighter, much less riskier situation. That is signed off by a runner. And so um, that post actually made a lot of sense, you know, because people are not necessarily running from the person itself, but from what it symbolizes, the connection, the intensity, as the post said here. And so the depth of love that we're able to receive, the shadow side of love is grief. And so I can understand how unbearable that thought would be of if the relationship doesn't work or if, you know, you guys don't transition at the same time or any type of anything, the fear that that can create of maybe it'd just be better to not engage, you know, or um, maybe leave the connection in order to preserve it for a more optimal time or to, you know, not cause any more harm to the quote-unquote chaser or person who stays. And so my special guest actually considers herself the runner in the relationship. She um, identifies herself as the runner. And so I really enjoy the conversation that I hope that you guys will stay for it and listen to of um, her perspective and her process, how it has been for her. And so um, I hope that that brings some understanding to why you know you you might look at yourself like I'm not gonna do this I you know but you have no clue what people have been through how people have been let down how people have you know just learned that again those programs of like to love is to hurt love is pain or love is whatever all of these miscommunications that we get we get programmed bombarded with media and television and our caregivers that we saw who most people grew up around people who didn't love themselves and we have all of these uh imaginations of what it actually means and what it's supposed to look like when you're in a loving connection so it's a lot to to kind of learn and to go through and so the flip side is the chaser and i'm just going to use the words they use you know so the quote-unquote chaser now this is another post from twin flames dot infinity and it reads chasers are the reflections of runners the chaser brings up all that they don't want to deal with the runners can't handle this and start running 
Sadly enough, sometimes the runners can go years running from the chaser. This emotional chaos just leaves the chaser with an overwhelming feeling of hurt and confusion. It's an immense emotional pain they feel, leaving the chaser wondering and wanting to understand what just completely happened. They question everything they, that went on and why things ended so abruptly. They don't have closure. But after they have come to a complete understanding and awareness of what just occurred to them, it will then lead to a spiritual awakening for the chaser. The chaser understands this passionate uh, divine of this relationship, knowing that no matter what, they belong together with the runner. They have to be patient and just wait for the runner to come to an awareness of this intense connection they share. This is a very difficult time for the chaser. The chaser mustn't run after the runner. Instead, they must realize that what they are doing to someone whom they claim to love is not love to themselves or the runner. Instead, they must release their demands, let go of the relationship, and take care of their own needs. They need to free themselves and grow spiritually, appreciate all that they are and all that they have to offer rather, rather than looking at themselves as at fault or quote, not good enough. A chaser might get frustrated and angry over dealing with all of this chaos by the runner. These frustrations are a wise teacher on what still needs healing and working within the chaser. The running and chasing finally stops when the both the chaser and runner have completely healed from their pain, both from each other and from other times. So that's the message for the chasers. So chasers, what we, you know, we taking shots, we not chasing out here. So it's again, honoring everyone's unique journey and to just understand like, um, that it's not really, uh, you're not at fault. Like it says, it's not that you're not good enough. You just have to understand, like, you don't have to, uh, chase anything, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, during this process of surrendering and during this process of separation, there will come a time where you have to let go. Now, you don't have to give up to let go, but let go you must. You have to move on. You have to continue with your own life, you know. You'll see these memes. I'm sure some of you might have seen these memes where it's like twin flame obsession and there's like a long line and then it's like reality or some other thing and it's like nothing. And so for those of us who are on the journey, we understand how hectic it can feel and how complicated it can feel. And, you know, most people who are not on the journey just think like you're you're crazy or that you're obsessive. And it's like people may not understand what it feels like to have one soul within two bodies. They may not understand uh, that it's different than just any regular connection, you know. And so you have to be kind to yourself for how you feel. And you also have to allow yourself to feel and process all the emotions. You have to allow yourself to be exactly where you are, you know, and also just remember, you can always uh, choose. It's all about free will. You can choose whatever situation is most best for you. Um, and so I'm just trying to see here any other things I want to share before I... Um, move forward but yes you want to focus on your truth during this time you know 
it, there's a saying that you know you you got to just focus on your path and focus on your purpose like there's a whole life outside of this dynamic that you want and um just focusing on that focusing on self-love and granting yourself permission to just be you know and um tapping into what it is that your spirit is telling you to do you know a good way to end up at the wrong destination is to listen to other people you have to listen to what your guidance is telling you to do and how you need to interact um yeah so <laughs> i think that um i think that that's the main things i want to say right now um but on this journey of separation know that separation does not have to last forever know that it's not a punishment know that it's actually a vital part of the process for those who desire and wish and want to unite with their twin if you've met your twin in this lifetime and both of you have that heart's desire to be with your twin then it is possible if you're still here and they're still here it is physically still possible to have a physical union at the same time you have to allow free will see so your twin may choose that they opt out of the twin flame connection they don't desire that and you have to be okay with that you have to be at peace with everything that shows up because again love is not about uh anything other than freedom and appreciation you know and so um another common theme that may happen on the twin flame separation phase is you or your twin may be in another situation they may be in another relationship as you heard some people may be married etc and so you i think that in that you have to really understand like everyone is able to do anything they choose you know and so you may feel like you can always tell when you're operating out of your ego is because the ego can become very um territorial right and if you're operating out of your ego a lot of insecurities may arise a lot of jealousy may arise a lot of possession may arise but that's not truly your higher self you know your higher self not only sends love to your twin but also love for who they may be connected to because at the end of the day it's all a process and at the end of the day we're all one we're all connected so if your twin is in a third party situation or is, is with someone else or you yourself are with someone else and um you know you're like just kind of trying to understand that just know that people are brought into your life for a reason and they're helping you expand they're helping you grow so there's no need to be um comparing yourself or doubtful of yourself or any of that stuff because you are your own unique being you are the only you you are irreplaceable you know so it doesn't really matter what anyone else chooses and at the same time allowing that freedom that regardless if you choose to unite with your twin or not at the end of the day you still have yourself and that's why you have to love yourself accept yourself and forgive yourself so one of the tools that i will say one of the tricks and tools and tips that to use on this time of separation you have to surrender you have to let go and you also forgiveness is key i think forgiveness is the biggest key some of us need to forgive ourselves 
Some of us need to forgive other people. Regardless, the more you can forgive, the more you can expand and the more love you can have, you know, the more love you can emit and the more love you can share. And so just remember that you are whole, you are not a half, you are not a fragment, and it's all about free will. You have the power. You are so powerful. And um, I'm sending you all much love and light. Please stay tuned for this conversation that you're about to hear. And um, I didn't mention this yet, but please subscribe and please check out the YouTube channel. Uh, going back and adding videos, adding a visual to older episodes. So please continue to check those out. Subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Hit the bell notification, all that good jazz. Do all that stuff. And um, as always, I'm sending you guys love and light. And just know that you are never alone. That if you are in this journey and you just need some time to process, you can always reach out, set up a counseling session. And that you're supported by the universe. And you have my support. And so, please be well. Until next time. Welcome back to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you guys stay tuned and be here as I talk with my very special guest today. And as always, I'm going to let your energy introduce yourself. So please share any details you would like for us to know about you. Okay, so hi everyone. Um, as you can hear, um, I am a French girl. Uh, my name is Maëlle, <clears throat> and uh, I used to be—I um, used to go to went through a twin flame experience um, starting in 2019. I'm a young person, but I went through a lot, and at this time, I was. Um, experiencing a burnout when I met my twin flame. Uh, I met my twin flame during a, a trip holidays. We have the, the same job. We do horseback riding, guiding. And I met him in Jordan, uh, in Petra. <laughs> so I think it's a good start to go with. Yeah, absolutely. I love how you said I'm a French girl. I just love that. And um, <laughs> that you guys met um, through uh, like mutual experience of the type of work you guys did. And, you know, we're focusing today particularly on separation. And it sounds like there might have been a physical distance um, involved in your connection. Is that accurate? Um, yeah. <clears throat> well, um do you want me to go through the separation and to explain what I've been through? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I've experienced um, my first separation, I would say, on purpose a few months after my, uh, um, my, my discovery of my twin flames, of my twin flames, sorry. <clears throat> and uh, uh, my... Wind flame relationship is a bit um, peculiar because uh, I am the runner, okay? I am the person who runs from the relationship, but I am also the awakened one. So I am also the only one um, aware of the link. So um, when we went through the separation with my with my twin, I was the one that decided to 
to stay away and to stop talking because we were talking a lot, like every day and calling each other almost every day, <clears throat> just to keep in touch, you know, and to feel the link I could feel. And at some point, um, I started to work on myself, uh, like we, we all do. And at some point, it just um, felt too much. It was too heavy. Um, I hit a point where all my insecurity and all the, the oh, shit I do. up a little bit. It's, break, it's, it's, cutting, it's cutting in and out just a little bit. So let's let that wave pass over because I want to make sure we hear everything you have to say. Oh. oh okay. Um sorry, so I think it's uh, better now. So I think the last thing you were saying was that um you started working on yourself. And yeah, was... I, I mm-hmm. yeah, uh I was working on myself and I used to say at some point it, it was too much. Um I went through uh a heating where Everything bad and every bad emotions I used to bury, every ones just came out. And I really needed some space for myself and just to to heal myself. So I decided to stop uh, the twin flame relationship, not to stop it, obviously, but to stop talking to my twin because it was a way to protect myself and to... <clears throat> fully concentrate on myself and it it was much needed I would say it was like I had absolutely no other solutions um and even if I would say even if it can seem a bit um how to say not fair Mm -hmm. it's absolutely I think it's it's a good opportunity because to me it's a, a sacred time when where you are finally allowed to fully concentrate on yourself. Of course, you're still you're still feeling the link with your twin, and it's still very very intense. But it's a very good opportunity to give you some space and time to go through your own process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you have to honor your own path and learn your own lessons. Uh, collectively and also individually and so Mm. you said you know that you were the one who who kind of left the connection or were the quote-unquote runner of the connection because it was just so overwhelming um what were some of the things Mm. that were like that you had to deal with our experience during that time i'm sorry can you repeat your question please yeah just um what were some of the things that you had to process as you were working on yourself? Like, what were some of the things you were um, dealing with during that time? Oh, um, lot, lot of shit. <laughs> I, um, okay, it's not that funny. Um, I have a a very dark family history, and at some point, I realized I was carrying it, and I needed to heal myself from this really really heavy and pathologic family history so that was really a big issue i i focused on for a few months um i did like a sort of pilgrimage back to france where i live and i crossed half of france with just a friend and all two horses uh walking every day just to 
to go through that process. It really helps me. And I, I needed really to, to hear that and to forgive people that used to do bad things that used to make me, make me feel uh, so wrong. Um, I, also, I also learned to count on myself. Uh, I've touched my limits in the right and in the wrong ways. And um, it's, it's hard to, it's really hard to describe because I, I just went with the flow, you know, when I started to, to work on something, everything was foreign, but I think the, my main issue that was brought by the twin flame relationship was um, the trauma I used to live with and, and I fully understood how it used to impact myself and the way I deal with my insecurities and with people and stuff. And it was um, very, very time and energy consuming. Yes. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I yeah I was going to say I wasn't myself because of uh, this history and I needed to really grow out of it, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of twins carry a lot of trauma and karma that they have to kind of clear. And mm. that, you know, as a soul, you opted into that experience on some level to carry that baggage of that dark family history um, and then to transmute it. So thank you for your bravery and just for, you know, kind of signing up for that mission to go through that purging because I'm sure it wasn't an easy process at all. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so um, with that, kind of like getting all that trauma and all that process, you said it became overwhelming to interact with your twin and trying to do this work at the same time. Um, what caused the separation for you? What caused you to um, disconnect or uh, not communicate with your twin? Mm. Um, so when I met my twin, it was in a foreign country, as explained, because uh, it's Jordanian and I'm French. And, you know, twin flames, they're usually separated in a purely geographically way because it's too much and it's too strong energies mm -hmm. that you need to, to use in the, in the right way before turning your twin again. So when I met him, um, it was in April uh, 2019, and I started to work on myself because I was aware of the link. Um, because um, very, very surprisingly, one of my friends um, what used to be a, and is still a twin flame also. So she, she, she was able to tell me everything she knew about that. So I was very well accompanied. So I started to walk over myself. And I, I, I used to reach a point where I, anyway, I couldn't have any other choice. A few months passed. And then I went back to Jordan. Um, only two days, you know, I just saw my, my twin flame again. Um, I was doing great, but that's at this point, it's it just um, 
it hit me really. Everything that was left to work on, everything that I used to bury and which was kind of unbearable anymore, it just uh, went through up to my conscience. And I really felt like I was burning from the inside. It was um, very, very intense feeling and emotions. It was really, really hard to 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 get over it. Uh, I passed just two days locked up and and I, I was looking at all my pain and telling myself how am I going to do with all that fucking pain. And I, I remember uh, at this time, because I'm, I'm also a psychologist, I'm a psychologist student, and I remember at this time saying to myself, okay, I know I'm through a process, I know it's about the twin flame relationship and about me, but with all that pain, I could understand why people do kill themselves because it's it's almost unbearable. And at this point, I just decided to shut down everything with my twin because I had to deal with it. And uh, I lost a, lost a lot of weight and it was really, really a dark time, but I knew I was going through this because I needed to. And when you're a twin flame, it's maybe your biggest strength. You know, you're going through something, but you know that there's uh, a happy ending for you, even if you don't know how it's going to, to end, where it's going to lead you. And there's still hope. There's still hope. And that's um, that's a really, really important point, I think, of the relationship. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of enduring that process and the pain and the the heavy lifting that can be a part of that, uh, especially during that separation time for those who experience it. And um, you had mentioned like, um, you know, that one of your friends is also has met their twin as well. How did you know that it was your twin, your your real twin and not a false twin or a karmic or a soulmate? How did you know for sure that this person was and is indeed your twin? Okay, so um, I was kindly, um, um, how to say, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm searching for my English word. Um, so the universe really kindly led me on the right track <laughs> I would say this way because um, few months um, before I met my twin flame I met my friend which who is also a twin flame and she started to it, it was a client of mine she started to tell me about twin flames blah 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 and we became friends which is not a usual thing I do with my clients but we were kind of connected and had a lot of stuff uh, to say to each other so she started to tell me about this and for me, it was a bit like crazy, you know, as I said, I'm a psychologist also. So I was like, hmm, is that a kind of psychiatry? I don't know. And I'm not aware of um, what is that stuff. So um, I don't know, it, it started to to be put on my mind. And I realized my friend was actually not crazy, obviously. Um, then I was um, at a show and the guy, uh, it just crossed, um, um, crossed the crowd to to say hi to me and he was like, yeah, we started to, to talk about energies because I'm someone really aware of my own energies and people's energies and any other kind of living stuff, energies. And he was like, oh, I feel a strong energy here. And we started to talk and he was like, oh, and I'm a twin flame, blah, blah, blah. And 
he told me about his twin flame journey and I was like, oh, okay, second person I meet, which is a twin flame, but it used to, it, it still used to be, um, used to seem a very uncommon stuff. But I was like, okay, so there's a second one being a twin flame <laughs> around me. Okay, <laughs> I, I notice. Um, when I met my twin flame, I didn't realize uh, at first that it was my twin flame. Of course, we were like, do we know each other? And we were like, reading each other very well. And it was unbelievable, the connection. But it's when I went back to France a few days after, I really felt a wave of energies and it was at a level of strength. I've never, never, never felt something like this. And it took me for four days and I was like, I was like upside down and wow, it was like waves waving over my entire body and really, really, really a flame rising. I mean, it's a good uh, picture. <laughs> the fame man. After that, I was like, yeah. I literally called my friend saying, oh, it's my twin flame. And she was like, maybe we're not sure. And I said, no, 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 trust me, it's that. <laughs> Any other possibilities? <laughs> and yeah, it, it, it started like this. And after that, I, I was able to feel how he's feeling. And I was really, really uh, strongly linked to his own energies and, you know, twin flame stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank mm. You. Mm -hmm. And so, cause I know a lot of people will ask, well, what's the difference or like, how do you know, or, you know, and then it can be, um, I guess, hard to discern or confusing, you know, and like you mentioned, um, you're also very awakened, very aware to different energies around you. Mm. And so would you say that you were um, already spiritual before the twin flame journey or did you become more spiritual during the journey? Well, I think I've always been spiritual. It's, it's my kind of material and I'm able to feel and yeah, to experience some stuff that most people don't, or at mm -hmm. least they don't know yet. Mm -hmm. um, twin flame, it just, um, uh, I just found myself back about this because I kind of bury it. Um, I used to bury it for some years and I used to lost myself, you know, experiences, what is called uh, um, dark, uh, dark time for souls or some stuff like this. Yes. Dark night. Um, dark night, yeah. Dark night of soul. La nuit noire de l'âme in French. Um, I was like, okay, I'm finally back to all which used to be me and you know it was a kind of kind of a timing i stopped the pill uh at the same time and i realized it was making me feel anesthetized or at least not myself it was cutting me from a part of my over sensitivity mm -hmm. <laughs> and i just went back to the spirituality which is not so i wouldn't say i'm um I, I don't feel like a, a superior being or a light worker or anyone who used to call this. I'm, I'm just me and I used to, to work a lot to be at peace with myself. And I realized being at peace with myself means being at peace with the energies of everything that is completely around me. Mm -hmm. It's just the way I am, I guess. Yeah, that's a good way to be. Absolutely. Um. And so, like you mentioned, like kind of burying and suppressing it, 
are you still currently in separation with your twin? Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a separation. Um, there used to be the separation. Then uh, there used to be the twist, mm-hmm. which is a very funny and confusing period. <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> really, um, I guess it's a twist. Yeah, if I'm saying right, it's when you after the separation, the big uh, after a big time of separation, it's when you switch between your two different ways of doing. I mean, I am the runner, I am the young twin, and my twin is the young, uh, he's the chaser. And it's like you switch your two personalities and what's in your soul, and it's really, really confusing. Mm -hmm. And after that, there is a a reunification. Um, And we did through this. So now um, we don't especially speak to each other, but I feel like uh, we're going to be in touch when I'm in like two years. I don't know. It's something I, f- I felt from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's completely okay. I'm, I'm just myself. I feel at mm-hmm. peace. Sometimes we get in touch like, hey, how are you doing? Uh, I need to get some some news from you, etc. And as I said, but I I feel it's going this way because it has to. And anyways, we're maybe we will be working together. I think we will be working together, but it's going to be something kind of concrete, and we need to put our life first mm-hmm. if if it has a meaning. But it's really not feeling like uh, the previous separation, and now I'm just a, a grown up. <laughs> that's how I would put things (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and you guys are both um horse trainers correct yeah okay and yeah horse guides sorry Mm -hmm. is he also into psychology as well oh no absolutely not but (laughs) okay he's very good at um uh seeing through people uh and at feeling people we we do have the same quality about this uh it's very nice because it's very, very appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think I um, mentioned to you before that I actually was on a horse ranch before. So um, mm-hmm. hats off to you because horses, I love them. They are such magnificent beings, you know. So I think that that's wonderful that you um, um, align with that as well. Did you find yourself during this time of separation? Because it sounds like you're saying, Right now, you guys are in this uh, still kind of in separation, but the roles are kind of switched where um, perhaps you are the chaser now and he's the runner. Is that what you were getting at? Mm, no, I think okay. I'm, I think we, we've passed this. Um, <clears throat> the switch, it doesn't last very, very long. I think we really passed this um this time I'm not chasing after him and he's not chasing after me anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no, when it's kind of over, I would say there's no more running and chasing. And the link you used to have, it's it's really less intense. I mean, it gives you space, you know, air to breathe. Mm-hmm. And some of some of the twin flame couples, they really do end up in a very, um, in a couple, I mean, mm-hmm. which, is not, which is not our case. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for me, because it's very personal, um, uh, I really think it's something less concrete 
than most of um, Twin Flames. You know, it's a, a very spiritual link. It's very working through energies and stuff. And maybe it's going to be concrete. I, I really feel it's going to be concrete, but sometimes after when I will be able to to do it and he's be able to do it in his life, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like how you mentioned like the spiritual part of that. Um, because it is a lot about energies, like you said, is that and every situation is different. You know, every mm. connection serves its own uh, purpose but I think the mission in a lot of senses is is about spiritual it's about expanding your soul for what you came here to do and so in this time of separation have you used any energy clearing tools or any like um, chakra clearing or psychic readings or tarot or any spiritual practices that you've used to help your energy Mm. Um, I was very well uh accompanied and guided I would say um when my separation started I used to meet one of my dearest friends and she's a twin flame as well she's a universal twin flame like I think I am my twin also mm-hmm. she's a, a bit different from the twin flames but let's say it's more spiritual uh just less concrete as I just said and she's um also um doing some magnetism i don't know if the word is working in english um she's a healer and she heals people through energies and she also heals places over the world and it's very funny because when she feels cold by places she just go she doesn't have any smartphone she just go with the flow which mm-hmm. i'm always very impressed with <laughs> and uh, she really helped me uh I used to see my psychologist as well mm-hmm. before that. Uh, I used to work with um, someone practicing energies, um, an osteopath. I know if, oh, sorry, I'm, I don't remember the word in, in English. You know, the, the, the person who, like, of remove your bones. Okay. I don't know what that well, is either, but yeah. Yeah, let's say another healer, but working with energies and everything I needed to heal. It was brought on a silver plate. And uh, after that, I said, I, I really need to, to do that pilgrimage. Uh, it really helped me to walk with my horse mm-hmm. on several miles and several miles. So I did that and I spent a lot of time in the nature, you know, meditating um, in the nature of like, uh, reloaded my own battery through the nature with the trees and using this kind of energies as well mm-hmm. okay awesome and now you mentioned the word that uh you actually put me on to because i had not heard of this until you mentioned it before and you just uh i heard you mention it again which is Universal Twin Flames. Can you tell us a little bit more about what are Universal Twin Flames? Well, it's a good question. Um, I think we all need to go through our own definitions because um, as we agreed on, there's as many Twin Flames as there are many people. We all have a different way to live it. But Universal Twin Flame, you kind of... um, Well, of course, it's about the healing 
but you're kind of aware that you're going through a twin flame journey because um, the healing you are experiencing is also here to provoke healing in other people and to support other people. And I just went through that very nice YouTube YouTube lady and she's a universal twin flame, I said, uh, as well. <clears throat> and she said that universal twin flames that we're here to go through main stages in order to allow other twin flames to do the same because we are, we're all connected. And I would say that I feel it's, um, it's going in a stronger way than this because uh, to me, every time someone is healing, it just allows everyone else to do it, twin flame or not. But mm-hmm. we're kind of... Um, uh, what kind of unfazing the phenomenon? So I guess that's why also I went through my journey in a very short period of time. I mean, I've made my twin flame journey in ten months, which is nothing compared to the people that are on that twin flame journey for like fifteen years. To me, it was like um, a way my soul used to ha- have to and still have to has to participate to what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have a better understanding of that because it's like the twins being kind of like pioneers of bringing this new unity consciousness um, here. And it's like sending out a ripple effect to everyone. And mm. I feel like certain twins who are not awakened or who may not understand um, universal laws, universal principles, and just spirituality in general may have a different path and different journey. I mean, each path is different, but I think Mm -hmm. that um, the more spiritual based you are, I think that you're able, the more connected you are to source consciousness that you get different understandings and perspectives about what's happening and I think that it allows for this um for this like um acceleration in this ascension to kind of happen in the journey yes and it's all about self-consciousness I mean um when you're not aware of you and your emotions and your feelings and when you take decisions um, based on fear and stuff you've learned because you have to do this uh, this way, blah blah blah, you're putting um, you're putting yourself apart from your true being. Mm-hmm. And even without a very spiritual um, point of view, it's like you're losing yourself in a real way. And people they just need to start. Uh, learning about themselves I think in a very collective way to me it's the only way we can heal everything I mean the planet and we like to me we like all the the cells of a giant uh, organism and if we do whole our journey uh, of healing because it's about healing uh, Mm -hmm. in these times we all the full organism to heal and to me it's it's by this way we can heal the planet for example and and do whatever 
is next to be done. Yes, absolutely. Was there more you wanted to say? Mm. <laughs> mm, no, I, I think we have to be kind of, I don't know about you, but since I'm a twin flame, I'm, I'm feeling very positive about humans. And uh, yeah. I used to be very um, pessimistic about humanity, but since I, I'm a twin flame, I like, wow, I discovered how to be, how is it to be truly human? I mean, there's so much to explore and so much, so much that we are, that we are not aware. Yes. Yeah, it's good to be positive about ourselves. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't agree more because like you said, it's about healing and being true to yourself and following your own internal guidance system and, and tapping into the true essence of who you are. And the more we can love ourselves and accept ourselves, the more we can do that for everyone else. So it's a beautiful, um, it can be challenging, but there's also beauty to be gained from it and mm. wisdom to be gained. Yeah, but it's very challenging. Um, um, it's not something you learn at school or from books. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. so. And just like you said, a lot of it you can't necessarily even verbalize because it's so internal and it's so... Uh, like sensation and feeling base that it's like there are no words for to describe this um, scenario or some of the things that you know we have to go through or that we may have gone through it's like how do I even put this into words mm. yeah it's very hard to describe uh, um, steepness and the strength but mm. maybe because it's completely infinite I mean um, there's no limits once you put your finger on this and it's only a tiny, tiny part of what we are really, really aware of. Exactly. It's just a fraction of the mystery, you know, and it's, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's the universal mm -hmm. mystery that I think um, we're all kind of a part of and playing our own role, if you will, in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um there's a um, citation uh, sentence that I truly love, um, which says, um, we are not one drop um, in the ocean, we are all the ocean contained in one drop. Mm. And it, it puts things at a very, very different point of view. Mm. It just helped me at some, at some point. Yes, I love that. I love that. Uh, there's like another saying I heard that's similar to that. It says, you know, just I think sometimes we can feel like we're just a little, a little uh, drop in the ocean and not realizing that we are the ocean. And I, so I like that. I like that. I can't remember the other thing right now, but mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there any advice you would give to anyone currently experiencing separation? Um. Well, I would say it's not for nothing. And I would advise to move on because separation is here for a very good reason. And it's, as I said, a very sacred time for yourself, to, for you to connect with yourself anyway. So let's use this time um, in the best possible way. And every time you wonder for a solution, it just appears right in front of your nose. And don't worry, we'll be very, very well guided. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and anyway it's not you're not alone even during separation mm -hmm. and even if you don't know what's going on next you will be feeling far more better than you ever ever used to be in your previous life so even if it's really really hard i know it's a really hard work and i guess it's a harder work you can do it's never for nothing and it teaches um it teaches you to write lessons you will have to learn to go through your life next uh, life you're, you're going to have next sorry <laughs> yes i agree with that completely definitely use this time to just connect to yourself you know you don't necessarily you have to let go you have to surrender at, at some point and so the more because what they say is you know what what we resist persists and so mm. you have to just let go and like you said just just keep it moving because um it's not for nothing you know this time is is like you said a sacred time it's a special time it's a time to 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 rebuild essentially mm. yeah it's a yeah. it's a time for you and mm -hmm. yeah and as i said you we were all really well accompanied we just need to realize it at some point i guess mm -hmm. mm. exactly so i definitely appreciate you so much for just taking the time out of your schedule to meet with me i know there's a time difference with us uh, being in different areas so i definitely uh, don't take that for granted or take that lightly that you have carved out this time to meet with me um please let us know where we can mm. reach you or any anything about yourself any shameless plug that you want to give yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah with pleasure thank you so much for holding me i mean it's it, it was really really nice thank you so much and well if you have any um anything you want to ask me or any information so you can just send me a message on my instagram account i guess um the name is Maitreya. <laughs> so I'm going to spell it okay for you American people, English listener. Um, it's M-A-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E, um, uh, you know the stuff which is, uh, sorry, excuse my English. The little um, stuff which is from the... Down? How I don't remember the word in English, sorry. It's okay. I'm actually going to have your information in the description, so... Yeah, um, so ju please, just yeah. Put, yeah, just put my Instagram account and everything, okay. which can really reach me through this social media with no problem. Okay, perfect. All right, well, thank you again so much, and you're also welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Right, yes. I will talk to you another time. All oh, right. Sorry. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Little technical difficulties. That's all right. All right, then. Thank you again for my special host. And until next time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sorry, I just lost you some month before. It's all right. Okay, then. Okay. Bye -bye. Well, have a night. Have you a nice too, day. Have Bye. A Bye. <laughs> Bye.